why does the hiring process take so long and what can you do about it? Let's discuss. Welcome back. If you're returning, if you're new to the channel, we have two gifts in the description for you. One of them is the Getting Started Workshop. It's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process. Plus, there's hidden bonuses in there and tips to get you through your process. Also, if you're serious about becoming a law enforcement officer, you're serious about pursuing this career, reach out to me. I have a free coaching call where we can sit down, discuss things that are specific to you, any type of hurdles you may have, any type of disqualifying factors. We can help guide you through it. Both of these are my gift to you. Now, why does it take so long to go through the hiring process? There's a couple reasons to this, and there's a few things you might be able to do about it. First off, each hiring process is set for a timeline. So they put out a bill of announcement with the intent to try to get multiple individuals hired to make certain academy dates. Some departments only have academies biannually every two years or excuse me, I'm sorry, twice every year, right? So they'll have an academy start in maybe January and then maybe academy start in June or maybe one start in February and then one start in July. It just depends. And then other academies have it quarterly, right? So they'll have it every every three months, there'll be a new academy starting and different people will will be in the academy at different, different times and also concurrently. So You'll have a lead class and you have a class behind that, another class behind that, and then you'll have your junior class. And each time one class rolls out, a new class comes in, which is great for you, right? That means that if they're doing that, there's more option for you to get hired on that year. A lot of other places utilize public academies, such as community colleges that have police academies and other academies that have open billets. But the problem with that is, is they're all fighting for billet spots. They're all fighting for a chance for them to send their candidates in, their new hires in to get get on. So that can delay the issue too, which means, hey, we're going to hire you, but oh wait, we don't have an open academy for you. So they're not going to want to bring you on and be paying you that entire time when you're just sitting around and you can't perform the functions of a law enforcement officer if you need to go through the academy. If you're a lateral or you have an academy under your belt from previously and it's still eligible and still valid, then chances are you won't run into this issue. But if you're a new hire and you're going through the process for the first time, or you're going to get hired as a police officer for the first time, you're at the mercy of the academies and what billets are open. And it doesn't matter if it's an independent academy where it's the own department's academy or it's a public academy where multiple agencies send their candidates there. These are all part of the problem of why it takes so long. Another issue is your background process. Having your background process take a long time, not being able to get a hold of your references, not being able to validate and confirm the information that you've been through or the information that you provided, that's going to delay you, which is going to cost you an academy date. And if it costs you an academy date and someone else is there and eligible and maybe can get into that academy, they're going to hire that person first and either tell you to apply or push your hiring process back further. Or like I was saying before, I just interrupted myself, tell you to reapply later on. That's what I meant to say. So how do you alleviate some of this stuff? Well, there's a few things that you can do. And right off the bat, you've heard me say how important the preparation stage is. And if you want to know what the preparation stage is, 
go look at our gift I was mentioning earlier, the Getting Started Workshop. Breaks it down in stages. The preparation stage, making sure you have all your documents, all your references, all your points of contacts. You've reached out to all of them. They're all ready to go, ready to receive this. They're looking out for emails that from individuals that that they don't normally receive emails from, right? They're checking their spam folder. A lot of times that if they don't get one, it's in their spam folders. Now, most of the time you see something from .gov, and which is a government site or a government email, you're going to be able to get that through. But sometimes I've seen background investigators and third-party vendors go to your spam folder. And next thing you know, they're saying, hey, we're waiting on this reference to get back to us. We haven't heard anything. Each one of these things delays you. If if one reference delays you one week and validating another piece of information delays you another week, and then you delay another week, which is something else I'm going to go into here in a second, you delay another week by scheduling an appointment or by getting them a certain amount of information back or delaying to get a notary for a document that needs to be notarized. That delays you back. You're already delayed three weeks there. You delay another week. That's a whole month. You just took a process that was going to take three or four months. You added a month to it just by not being properly prepared or not being on top of the individuals that you provided as references. And then that's not even talking about past employers because they have no stock in you. It's It doesn't behoove them to, to give you a glowing recommendation or to respond back to your hiring official or your investigator. These are all things that really just delay the focus of it and delay your ability to jump in and your ability to move seamlessly through the hiring process. Now, if you stay on top of these, you get your preparation stage going through and you you crush it and you have all your documentation, you have all your all your forms are signed and notarized that need to be, all your transcripts are in and they're official transcripts. You don't have to wait to have it mailed over and then get it to your background investigator. If all this is squared away and ready to go, you're solid, right? You 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 can just say, here's this. Hey, I'm sorry, I, I didn't provide this. Here it is. I have it right here. Here's all my tax returns. Here's all my references. Here's um, my accounts and my account balances. If they're asking for this, here's all my debts. Here's all my incomes. Everything like that is is what can help you. Now, if they say, hey, fill out this application, you apply, right? And then they say, hey, fill out this form and get this back to us within three weeks. And you take three weeks to get it back to them. You've just delayed your process two weeks, right? Because I think you should at least sit down if you're filling out a background packet and spend a week doing it if you have the time. Um, sit down if you can knock it out on one day, great. Knock it out on one day, but don't submit it. Go back and review it and make sure it's accurate. But then if you delay two more weeks because life gets ahead of you, you know, you're you're hurting your your chances at this point in time. So you just added two weeks onto your hiring process. And then the other thing that you can't control is how fast they're gonna move, how how fast they want to reach out. A lot of times what I do is I see a really big start in the beginning. I see written test, physical test, board interview, bam, right off the bat. You submit all your background stuff and then a nice law in the middle and while they're going through your background process because the individual has multiple candidates that they're doing a background process. So they're not just working on your stuff every single day, all day. They're working on multiple different people and they're reaching out to people and not everyone answers their cell phone or responds to an email immediately. So they send all your stuff out one day and they wait to hear back and they're just delaying and they're delaying. And when they're asked, hey, why are we moving forward with this candidate? I haven't got any information back or I haven't received a uh, response back from all their all their references or, or all their points of contact. 
And then they'll say, okay, well, after, if you don't hear anything back in another week, then reach out to the individual and tell them that you can't get a hold of these references, which is there, there's two weeks that just burnt by. So, you know, these two weeks, these three weeks, these five weeks, next thing you know, you're up to two months and, and your process got delayed two months, all due to the fact of, of your preparation, the lag in the background process. And then the last part is the scheduling. If you're one person that likes to schedule everything out the farthest and you say, hey, um, we, you need to take your polygraph or you need to take your med review or you need to take your psychological exam. And you say, hey, OK, I'm going to schedule that in two weeks, right, at the latest possible time you can schedule it so that you can prepare. That's great and everything. I'm, I'm all for you preparing for it. But at the same point, you've just delayed your process two weeks, right? And now you have other candidates that are jumping on this. And once those billets are filled for the for the academy, they're filled. And you're either going to be told, hey, we'll try to get you in the next academy, or ultimately you're just going to be be told, hey, you weren't selected on this hiring cycle. Uh, you're more than likely or you're more than allowed to apply again on the next hiring cycle when we open up another billet. And these are things that you don't want to fall under because it doesn't mean that you're not an eligible candidate, but you don't want to have to go through the psych, the poly, and all these things again. Now, some people allow you to, to save it if it's within a year or so time frame, but more likely than not, they're going to make you go through the process all over again. And you're going to say, man, I just did a six-month process with this department and they didn't select me. Why would I want to go through this process again? And the answer is, is because if you weren't selected, it just means that someone else was either more qualified during that hiring process, or they got their stuff done quicker than you could. And they got into that academy when they weren't sure they were going to finish all your documentation in time. Things to consider, things that really make a difference. The last thing I would say is, and we have videos out on this, is, is learn how to follow up properly. If you haven't heard anything in four weeks from your hiring official, it's time for you to check in, right? You need to check in, do it professionally. We can help you draft that email if you need to, but do it professionally and make sure you're reaching out to them effectively. Don't pester them, right? But do it professionally and send that email. Listen, I hope this helps. Those gifts are in the description. Just click and open up the description down below. It's going to be the Getting Started Workshop. That's going to walk you through each stage of the hiring process, plus those hidden bonuses in there that will really just make things a lot easier for you. Also, the one-on-one -on -one free coaching call with myself, jump on a call. I will be glad to help you get through specific issues in your background or your hiring process so that you have the best shot to get hired fast, quickly, and uh, not have to struggle as much as some other people. As always, stay safe, and I will see you next time.